Austin Fillmore's new project, Think Less, Fillmore Volume 1, showcases Austin's penchant for catchy hooks and uplifting production. His goal is to touch the hearts and minds of his audience through his honest accounts of his life. I got a chance to speak with Austin about his family's ties to the Austin neighborhood, coming up in a religious household, and of course, the new album. Let's listen in. New money, fame, swag, haters, new and old. Back, face, saving, with my sticking from the Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guest, Chicago-based hip-hop artist, Mr. Austin Fillmore. What's Sir, how are you? No, man. So you're a Chicago native? Yes, uh, yes I am. Where uh, in the city do you call home? Uh, West Side. So my, my grandmother is called the mother of Austin. So my, my whole family, we, we stem from that Washington Laverne area. We lived there, then my parents moved me to Oak Park, and then out to Naperville, and then I came back to Oak Park. Uh, so from west side and west suburbs, that's that's all home. So so why the grandmother of Austin? My grandmother and my grandfather were some of the first blacks to move to that area. In the fifties, uh, they hired uh, Chicago hired some of the first first five black cops. My grandpa was one of them, and my grandmother owned a lot of property in that area, and so she kind of raised that whole entire community. She worked very closely with Mayor Daly as well too. So. She was very uh, instrumental in that community, and people knew her, and everyone knew her and my grandfather. So they called her the mother of Austin. What was her name? Uh, Illinois Daggett. Her name was Illinois Daggett, and she was the grandmother of Austin in the city of Chicago. In the city of Chicago. That's wild. And what did that do for you coming up, knowing that your grandfather and your grandmother were such pillars of the community? Well, you know, it's crazy. A lot of people actually don't even know the story uh, outside of my family. Um, So I never was able to have an actual conversation with my grandmother uh, when I was three Three, about four, four years old. Um, she was working in one of Mayor Daly's offices, and um, Mayor Daly would have a limo pick her up back and forth from the house to the office. And she had a secretary that had a boyfriend that was stalking her secretary. So um, she had the the gentleman removed. He knew her schedule, waited for her in the parking lot. And when she left, you know, left work, he beat her up. And when her head hit the pavement, she became paralyzed. Instantly. So from the time that I was four years old till my senior year of high school, it was just this awesome lady in, in a in a bed that I was never able to talk to, who could barely move. But she, you know, how she would rec- let you know that she recognized you, she would like start shaking. So all, all the stories that I've heard are from my grandfather and my mother and my aunts, and she had ten kids. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's crazy, right? That's a crazy story. Yeah, man. I know. <laughs> Let's talk about your introduction to hip-hop, or at the very least, the CD, the artist that made you want to jump head in. And this is how, how young I know you are. When I talk to some cats and they're like, yo, I was listening to classic hip-hop, yo, Nas, you know, that was the first album I got back uh-huh. in 1993 or 4, whenever it dropped. For you, it's Ludacris and Word of Mouth, Word of mouth. which is crazy, which yeah. was a dope album. It was great, yeah. What about Luda? Oh, uh, Luda. Luda was everything. Um, so growing up, I listened to, my parents listened to a lot of church music, Michael Jackson, Nat King Cole, a lot of the old school music. So rap and hip hop wasn't introduced to me until I was, you know, older age. And I wasn't- Able to find it yourself. Exactly. And I wasn't allowed to listen to it. So I got caught. My parents caught me listening to the Ludacris album, 
but they didn't realize I had two two copies of it. So they took one. Because <laughs> you knew they would snatch it? I knew they would take it. So I was like, I told my buddy, I was like, I need two, two copies of this. Um, that was such an instrumental album, man. Just the way his his vocal performance um, and obviously what he was saying and how he was saying it opened my mind and my eyes to a lot of things. But I was a very big fan of him. And then listening to him inspired me to go back and do my homework. I had started right with the, the Biggie Tupac. I wanted to find out who I liked more. Um, so I'm definitely a Biggie guy. Mm. Biggie over Pac, but they're both great. Then I, I went all the way back, you know, did the whole cool in the gang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, man, I'd... I, you were doing your, your homework. I, I did my homework, man. What I I hear in what you're talking about and what your music sounds like is you can have influences that have nothing to do with what you sound like. Because all of those artists that you just talked about, I would have never guessed that any of them influenced your art. No. Let's talk about your <laughs> art. Think Less, Feel More, Volume 1. Yes. When reading about Austin Fillmore, and I even said it in my introduction, rap artist or hip-hop mm-hmm. artist, or you even said in some like um, interviews, when I rap, when I rap, when I rap, and then I listen to you and I'm like, is this rap? Because <laughs> and it has nothing to do with what I think about it, but I think in the traditional sense of rap, do you feel what you're doing is rap? And are we now expanding what rapping is? I think I think rapping has been expanding since you know for, for a while now. I, I guess what well, I would I'm more of a singing rapping. I guess you would say, and a lot of people would say, oh, Drake made that popular, which is incorrect. You know what I'm saying? Nelly. Ja Rule. Ja Rule, you know. Slick Rick. Slick Rick. So I, I think that's what I'm, I'm more of in that area. Is it rapping? Yes. Is it not rapping? No. Who knows? It's entertainment. So yeah. I, I never like to confine myself to saying I'm a rapper. I'm an entertainer. Think I will, think I might Wish they thirsty Can't explain it Call this ice More besides Been a lucky like a raw to dice Been a fly like a perfect guy It is Austin, no Austin You see the haters way too often But they dare to me like coffins I need a grief shirt Treat like Boston I got the south They don't want to get it Austin I'm a weak star Shout out to Austin True love crew That my part of them Part of them Let's get into Juke From the jump Feel good track man That definitely has that Chicago vibe That let's just all get along Let's party Let's dance first and foremost Do you know how to juke? I do Okay, because I was watching that video and I was like, I saw some feet, but I don't know if that was Austin. Uh, the the one with the white pants. Yeah, I that know. Was, that was the footworking. I yeah. know. I saw that. Oh, yeah. the footworking, should I say? Yeah. So in this song, I like this this these few lines where you're like, I don't want your number. I don't want to be your lover. I just want to have fun. Tell me about that whole sentiment. Um, well, you know, Juke Music was popular back in 2006, uh, DJ Sluggo. So 2006, I was in high school, and I remember those high, those high school parties, we would be in the basement, and it was just like, you know, yeah, obviously we wanted to be the guy, but it was at the end of the day it was like, man, let's have some fun, you know. And it was, I feel like it was, it was definitely more pure as opposed to what kids are doing now. And so that's what that when I heard that beat, that's what it brought me back to. There's another song on this K-hole that I was taking of deep diving into your music, which is Overdose. And this is slightly different, yeah. different experience, if you will. Here you sing slash rap, I might overdose, I might leave it all behind. Mm-hmm. And this is in no particular order. I should probably take another shot before I go. Where am I going? I don't know.
This song sounds like the other side of that coin. Yeah, you can go out and you can have fun. Being an artist, being an entertainer is dope. All the attention that comes with it. In this song, it's like this is part of the negative stuff that comes with it, where you yourself don't understand like how much you've taken in and consumed from these vices. Yeah. And now you're like, whoa, I don't even know what's up. Yeah, uh, my music is emotional based. Uh, whenever I write a song, it's because I'm feeling that emotion at that time. So for me, when I hear these songs, it puts me right back into that place. And at that time in that place, I was going through a lot. But I've never been one to hide or shy away from that. I've always been the one to talk about that because that's, in essence, what made me start writing was those bad times, the times where I was angry. Um, so Overdose, I love the beat, and uh, it just... It was a crazy time in my life. What I dig about not just what you're talking about is in the middle of the song when you really start to feel that raw emotion and you go from singing it in your more traditional delivery to like yelling it, screaming it. Yeah. You, know, you see the angst in your face. Yeah. That's the, um, again, I've listened to a lot of music and so I would consider that to be my influences from like System of a Down. I was a big System of a Down guy. Um, or, or Disturbed. Um, breaking Benjamin, you know what I'm saying? So that's, you know, it's like calling that out. Mm. So let's get into the new single, Don't Hate Me. I really like the line, Don't Hate Me for the Reasons I Hate Myself. There's a lot of self deprecating in there. Yeah. Why that line and just why the Don't Hate Me? Um, well, so uh, that song is, is is about a relationship that I'm still in. <laughs> but um, so if you're hearing this, don't hate Austin Fillmore. Right? Oh, she knows. <laughs> <laughs> you, this is you come home and say this every day. Right? Right? She still hates me. <laughs> but um, that beat was a. Do you, you ever heard this uh, artist named Superboy? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a, that's B W E. Yep. B W E. So my my buddy actually produced that made the beat for him superboy turned it down so when i'm in the studio um he's like yeah i made this for super we're gonna work on something totally different and he played the beat and i was like huh and i started listening to it and the first line that came to my mind was the first line of the song um i left my favorite parts of me last time i was in your bed and boom it just went from there and so that don't hate me for the reasons why i hate myself I know I, I know I've messed up, I know I've done wrong, and I hate myself for that, but let me hate myself for that. Don't waste your time hating me, because it's... Mm, you're already doing that. I'm already doing that. You're already beating yourself up. I'm already beating myself up. Don't hate me for the reasons, don't hate me for the reasons, don't hate me for the reasons I hate myself. Don't hate me for the reasons, don't hate me for the reasons, don't hate me for the reasons. Now, what about that opening line? I left the best parts of myself last time I was in your bed. Yeah, um, that's me um, being in love with someone and cheating on her. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my favorite times are when I'm with her. So the, the best parts of myself are when I am with her and, and, and in our, and our bed, her bed. So when I am, when I was doing what I was doing on the outside, mm. You know, that wasn't the best part of me. I even hated myself for it, but I still did it. Yeah. The best part of you was the version of you that's in bed with that girl. Right. I dig that. With, with the woman that I, that I love. That you actually love for sure. Now, 
Now let's talk about the video. Mm -hmm. Video shoot. You and somebody watching it, and then y'all both look at each other and give yourselves the nod. You walk to the, is it the basement? Yeah. There's somebody tied up watching that same video. Yeah. And then, I don't want to give too much away, but you can go ahead and... So, um, so at the, the, the day we, I, we made the song, I went home, was pretty drunk, and I go to sleep. I had this dream. And the, the dream, everything that I dreamt, is that music video. Next day, I called my video guy. I was like, Brandon Holmes. I got this. He's like, you got it? He's like, let's get it. So pretty much uh, to break it down for you, me and this girl were in this relationship. We're watching this video. That video represents the good times that we had, right? So the girl in the basement, which I don't want to give too much away, but the girl in the basement, she's also watching that video, and she knows that something is about to happen. But that girl isn't a girl. Don't look at her as a girl. Look at her as a desire. A want to bring something, a, a desire or a, uh, a want to bring something into a relationship. But the person that wants to bring it into the relationship is, is the male, you know, whoever that person is, me, and the other person not compromising and letting that happen. You know, when you first start in relationships, everything is great because you're both are happy. You're both are bringing things to the table that makes you happy. As time goes on, there's there's usually one person that is the more controlling in the relationship that, you know, wears the pants, wears the guy, the girl. Um, and sometimes that can be a, a, a bit much for the other person. And they may want to add things to the relationship, but it takes the other person to be to want to have to compromise. So then the girl, she... Um, Finally gives the nod, the okay to, let's add this to the relationship. See how it works. And with that mindset, you've got to go watch the video and check it out. See what happens. See what happens and see if she keeps keeps the, the, the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's a cliffhanger. Austin Fillmore, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, man. Thank Continue you, sir. success. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. God bless you guys. Control my mind. Still I wish you the best